0: Welcome to this edition of the Head, to Head Podcast. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and this is episode number 156 of the podcast. And in this edition of the podcast, I'm talking about no hitters because 2021 seems to be the year of the no hitter in baseball. We are not even into June yet, and there have been six, really seven no hitters. Here are all the no hitters that have happened thus far in the Major League Baseball season. First, you had Joe Musgrove of the Padres for a one versus the Rangers, Carlos Rodon of the White Sox versus the Indians, John Means of the Orioles versus the Mariners, Wade Miley of the Reds versus the Indians, Spencer Turnbull of the White Sox versus the Mariners, and Corey Kluber of the Yankees versus the Texas Rangers. And even though it doesn't count, Madison Bumgarner threw a seven-inning no-hitter versus the Atlanta Braves. And this is angering a lot of baseball fans, the amount of no hitter because baseball used to look at the no-hitter as something sacred. Nolan Ryan is best remembered for throwing seven no-hitters right next to him being the all-time strikeout king. That was the most important thing about him, and people are looking at the guys who are throwing these no-hitters. Yes, some of them have potential. Joe Musgrove, Carlos Rodon, John Means, Corey Kluber used to be one of the best pitchers in the game, but Spencer Turnbull and Wade Miley are just some guys. Like, we don't think of them as really good pitchers. And when we think of no-hitters and all-time great no-hitters, we think of the ones that were thrown by great pitchers. Nobody talks about Dallas Braden's no-hitter on Mother's Day because he's Dallas Braden. And when guys like that throw no-hitters, we think less about the no-hitter. It's the same way we view home runs. Home runs used to matter because only the best players in baseball used to hit a large amount of them. Now you have guys like Joey Gallo, who isn't a superstar, hitting a ton of home runs. Back in the day, it was Barry Bonds, it was Ken Griffey Jr., it was Mark McGuire, it was athletes that we cared about. It's not about the no-hitter itself. If there were seven no-hitters this year thrown by aces, we wouldn't be talking about it like it was a problem. Like if Max Scherzer threw a no-hitter, if Clayton Kershaw threw a no-hitter, if guys like that, if Garrett Cole had one of these no hitters, we wouldn't be talking about it like it was a problem. But because it's some lackluster guys, we are looking at it as a major problem. The same way of the home runs. Nobody was talking about in the 1990s that all the home runs were a problem. Because they weren't. Because they were being hit by guys we really liked. We all loved Sammy Sosa. We all loved Mark McGuire. We all loved Ken Griffey Jr. It's not about the accomplishment itself. It's about who is doing it. Again, if aces were frozen no hitters no one would speak of it at all Justin verlander has thrown what two or three no hitters in his career we don't complain about Justin Verlander throwing no hitters because we know Justin verlander is one of the all-time best pitchers in major league baseball history we start to question the no-hitter when guys like Spencer Turnbull and Wade Miley are throwing them I also think what's really fascinating about the six no hitters that have happened thus far this year have come against free teams The Texas Rangers, the Cleveland Indians, and the Seattle Mariners have all had two no-hitters thrown against them. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Three teams are responsible for all six no-hitters. That's insane, and people are looking at it like it's a baseball problem. No, I think the biggest problem is those teams are awful, and they have awful offenses. Remember, the Cleveland Indians are now without Francisco Lindor. They don't have Michael Brantley. They're without the offensive studs that they used to have in the past. The Seattle Mariners, I can't name you five position players on the Seattle Mariners. They no longer have Robinson Cano. They no longer have guys that you know about, like Nelson Cruz or Gene Segura. And the Texas Rangers, again, they have Joey Gallo. They no longer have Elvis Andrus. They no longer have guys that you care about. They are not a very good offensive team. So I think the biggest issue are the those teams. We should be blaming those teams. We are talking about this like it's a wide baseball problem. I don't think a majority of these baseball teams are the issue. I think it's those free teams are really, really bad and we need to pay attention to it when we talk about these no-hitters. I don't think every team in baseball has a no-hitter problem. I think it's those free teams in particular because they are all-time bad offensive teams. For example, look what happened to Texas the game after the no-hitter they got seven shutout innings against Domingo Herman they couldn't score against Domingo Herman or Corey Kluber and they were also no hit before that by Joe Musgrove the Texas Rangers are an all-time bad offensive baseball team it's safe to assume so let's not call this a wide baseball issue I think these three teams are the issue and a lot of people like to say that these no no Hitters are happening because every position player in baseball is coming up there to hit a home run and they don't put the ball in play. And while I somewhat agree with that theory, I think what's happened with starting pitchers is the reason why there are more no hitters. Think about this guys like Joe Musgrove are not asked to pitch six innings a game anymore, they're not asked to throw 200 plus innings, and they're not asked to make 30 plus starts. So let it's fair to assume that at least in one of those starts, they will be able to throw a complete game and a no-hitter because they'll be well-rested. Think about what's happened with the starting pitchers. They're not asked to be workhorses anymore, so it's not that hard to believe that in at least one of their 25 starts, they're capable of throwing a no-hitter, and it doesn't matter if it's Wade Miley or Spencer Turnbull, they're going to be rested enough where they should be able to pitch like an ace for at least one game a season. And another thing that I find really odd and troubling about the complete game in baseball is that we're only asking pitchers to throw complete games when they have no hitters. Like, John Means wouldn't be in that game if he wasn't throwing a no hitter. And I think that's the most stupid thing of it all. Why can't you throw a complete game shutout without it being a no hitter? That's the most insane thing about all of this. Like, we're only asking guys to throw complete games when they're going after this. No hitter because the teams are looking at the no hitter as something sacred. It's the baseball teams' fault for saying, listen, I'm only going to let you throw nine innings if you're going for a no hitter, something that the majority of baseball fans no longer care about. Like baseball holds the no hitter as something way too sacred where they should really be caring about, hey, maybe we should get two or three complete games from this guy, a baseball season. Not, oh, we're only going to let him go for the complete game if he has a no-hitter. That's the most ludicrous thing about baseball right now is where the starting pitcher has gone. Like I said before, a starting pitcher is no longer asked to make 30 starts a season. A starting pitcher is no longer asked to throw 200 plus innings and a starting pitcher is again no longer asked to throw complete games unless for some reason they're throwing a no-hitter. Like Joe Musgrove is probably not going to throw another complete game this season. John Meen is probably not going to throw another complete game this season unless for some odd reason they throw another no-hitter. Remember when the New York Mets basically sacrificed the career of Johan Santana so he could throw the first no-hitter in franchise history. Like the New York Mets clearly cared about the no-hitter. The San Diego Padres again never had a no-hitter so they cared about it so they let Joe Musgrove throw that no-hitter. But the funny thing about it is they wouldn't have asked him to throw a complete game if he wasn't throwing a no-hitter. I think my argument against the no-hitter is this. Some of the best pitchers in baseball history have never thrown a no-hitter. Here are some of the names. Roger Clemens, you know the guy that won six Cy Young Awards? Yeah, that guy never threw a no-hitter. Pedro Martinez, the best pitcher of his era, never threw a no-hitter. Greg Maddox, Mr. Control, the guy who won like what, five Cy Young Awards, never threw a no-hitter. Tom Glavin, one of the best left-handed pitchers in baseball history, never threw a no-hitter. Add Steve Carlton to the list. He never threw a no-hitter. Yet, because they don't have a no-hitter, didn't hurt their legacy at all. Nobody talks about how Roger Clemens is missing a no-hitter from his resume. Nobody talks about the fact that Pedro never threw a no-hitter. No-hitters do not matter. Again, I think no-hitters are cool when a pitcher is having a great season and they cap it off with a no-hitter. Like Roy Halladay throwing a no-hitter against the Cincinnati Reds in the postseason season was cool because Roy Halladay had had a historically good season with the Philadelphia Phillies, so he capped it off. It was a it was a thing on his list of being a great pitcher. Justin Verlander throwing a no-hitter is cool because I think of him as a great pitcher, and when he throws one, he's usually having a great season to add on. The fact that Spencer Turnbull might never have another memorable moment this baseball season is concerning to me because he threw a no-hitter does not mean it's special. Here's a name for you. Remember Philip Umber? Of course you don't. Well, guess what? That guy threw a perfect game for the Chicago White Sox, yet nobody remembers him or that performance because he didn't have a good baseball career. Like, that doesn't cap off a career. I don't think of Dallas Braden as a good pitcher because he threw a no-hitter on Mother's Day. Sorry, it doesn't work like that. And because Roger Clemens doesn't have a no-hitter, kind of makes me not care about no-hitter at all. The fact that Pedro Martinez, Greg Maddox didn't throw no-hitters kind of makes me think they're not that important at all. Remember Armando Galarraga almost threw a perfect game, but then the umpire made the wrong call? Well, guess what? Armando Galarraga was not a good pitcher before or after that moment, and we only talk about him because of that moment. We act like it would have been some special thing if he threw that perfect game or whatever. It wouldn't have. We only talk about it because it didn't happen happen. That's why it's memorable. The perfect game itself, nobody would have cared about because Armando Galarraga did not have a very good baseball career. No-hitters and perfect games are only cool when aces throw them and they cap off either a great season or a great career. Yes, it would have been cool if Roger Clemens threw a no-hitter. I think it's cooler that he had 20 strikeouts in two games. Yes, it would have been cool if Greg Maddox threw a no-hitter, but I don't think any lesser of Greg Madox because he doesn't have a no-hitter. And for the same reason, I don't care that Wade Miley, a journeyman pitcher who I don't think is very good, now has a no-hitter. I think in the moment no-hitters are cool, it's a cool moment between teammates, but it doesn't mean you've had a memorable career. And when a guy like Spencer Turnbull that most people don't know about throw a no-hitter, it kind of makes the no-hitter less important. I don't think it's really important at all. It's kind of like hitting for the cycle. There are some really good players who have hit for the cycle that nobody remembers. That's where the no hitter is for me. It's like hitting for the cycle. I keep going back to this idea. It's about who does the no-hitter, who pitches the no-hitter, who hits the home runs. That's what baseball needs. It needs its stars to be the ones making these accomplishments because like I said earlier, if Zach Greinke, if Clayton Kershaw, if Garrett Cole, if Tyler now if Justin Verlander had been the ones to throw these no-hitters, we wouldn't be talking about it like it's a problem because in the 90s, we weren't talking about the home run as a problem when the stars were the ones hitting the home runs. But now in baseball, you have a lot of guys who nobody knows hitting a lot of home runs, and you have a lot of guys that nobody knows throwing a lot of no hitters. It's about the names. Baseball needs the superstars to be the ones producing, and the ones who aren't the superstars to just be in the background. And I know that sounds stupid, and maybe John Means is going to become an ace pitcher for the Orioles, but right now, baseball needs special moments to come from their superstar players. It doesn't mean anything if it comes from Carlos Rodon, who might end up being the ace of the Chicago White Sox. It doesn't mean anything unless people care about the athletes themselves. Nobody has a relationship to Wade Miley's career. Yes, he was on the Reds. Yes, he was on the White Sox. Yes, he was on the Mariners. He's a journeyman pitcher. Nobody thinks of Wade Miley and looks back fondly on his baseball career. And that's when no-hitters are cool. When Randy Johnson throws a no-hitter versus the Atlanta Braves and strikes out like 15 batters or something, we have a relationship to Randy Johnson's career. The numbers are only meaningful when the athlete who's doing that is meaningful to us. And that's what baseball is missing right now. Nobody has a relationship to any of those pitchers except for Madison Bumgarner. So I kind of find it funny that the no-hitter that doesn't count is really the only one one that matters because we all have a relationship to Madison Baumgartner. He's one of the best postseason pitchers of all time. He's a guy who's won 19 games before. He's a guy who's going to make the Hall of Fame in my opinion. We all know the career of Madison Baumgartner so the one that baseball finds the less meaningful than the ones that went nine innings is actually the most meaningful of them all because we actually know and care about who Madison Baumgartner is as a pitcher and that's when the no-hitters matter the most. Look at it this way. In 1990, when Fernando Valenzuela and Dave Stewart threw no hitters 30 minutes apart from one another, people cared about that because those were really good pitchers. Dave Stewart was a guy who perennially won 20 games a year for the Oakland A's. He was in World Series moments. Fernando Valenzuela was a Cy Young award winning pitcher. We cared about those pitchers. Now, fast forward to today, when Spencer Turnbull and Corey Kluber threw no hitters 24 hours within one another, nobody cared because nobody knows who Spencer Turnbull is and everyone thinks that Corey Kluber's career is pretty much done. Now Corey Kluber is an interesting case because he is a guy who's won two Cy Young Awards. So I do think that it's pretty good for his career to have thrown a no hitter. I'm a big Corey Kluber fan, but he's no longer in the prime of his career. I think we would have celebrated the Corey Kluber No hitter. If there were, if there hadn't already have been five no hitters before it, we would be like, yes, this is pretty cool that Corey Kluber, a guy who's won two Cy Young Awards, a guy who's one of the best pitchers in Cleveland Indians history up there with like Cliff Lee and CC Sabathia, like, yes, I'm cool that that guy threw a no hitter, but because he's the sixth, really seventh no hitter of the season, we're all like, okay, we're done with a no hitter. We don't really care that Corey Kluber threw that no hitter. This is a weird thing to say, but I think we're all in agreement that maybe it's best for the baseball season for there not to be another no-hitter thrown this season. That would be the best case scenario from baseball because they're not getting anything good out of these no-hitters. Nobody's talking about them like they're great performances. Yes, I'm sure White Sox fans and Oriole fans are caring about them in the moment because their young star pitchers are throwing them, but the national narrative around the no-hitter is hurting this baseball season. The record, for no hitters in a season is seven. And really, we're already at seven. So if we get an eighth no hitter, that could end up being disastrous for the baseball season because you're taking something that people once thought of as fondly and making it a common occurrence. And that's the worst thing that could happen to the baseball season. It's like when NFL running backs, it used to be rare for them to rush for a thousand yards. And then all of a sudden, everyone's rushing for a thousand yards and it doesn't matter anymore. That's what's happening to the no hitter. The no hitter used to not happen all the time and now it is happening all the time and who knows if it's because of the baseball. Who knows if it's because everyone's throwing 95 miles per hour. Who knows if it's because all the hitters are trying to hit home runs. It doesn't matter what the problem is. It needs to stop unless it's somebody who's great and having a great season. Again, if Max Scherzer throws a no hitter, nobody's going to complain about it. If Clinton Kershaw throws a no-hitter, nobody's going to complain about it. But the minute an unknown pitcher who nobody really cares about throws another no-hitter, we're all going to be up in arms saying this needs to stop now. So it's probably in baseball's best interest for there not to be another no-hitter this season because the narrative needs to go away for a while. And again, it's only happened against these three teams, the Rangers, the Indians, and the Mariners. So let's not act like this is a wide baseball issue, but I do think it's something that probably needs to stop sooner rather than later. Like, I think we need to go a solid year without a no-hitter happening, and for baseball, I hope it happens because it's going to control the narrative. As it keeps happening, this will be known as the year of the no-hitter, and there will have to be substantial changes to the game of baseball. It's like in 1968 when Bob Gibson had that ERA, and every pitcher that year was dominating, and then baseball Baseball made changes. If, let's say we end this season with 10 no hitters, there's going to be some drastic changes to baseball for the good and for the bad. So for baseball, I hope, and this is a weird thing to say out loud, I hope there is no more no hitters because really none of them, other than the Madison Baumgartner seven inning one, which is ironic because it doesn't count, matters. That's how I feel about the no hitter right now. And that's how I feel most people feel feel about the no-hitter. The no-hitters need to stop or baseball is going to have to change drastically and that could be a problem. I hope there's not going to be any more no-hitters and even if there isn't, 2021 will forever be known as the year of the no-hitter. This is going to be part of the narrative of this season. If these end up being the only no-hitters of the year, that's still six no-hitters thrown by guys who are not the thought of as ace pitchers. It's not the best case scenario for baseball for these type of guys to throw no-hitters because it does make the no-hitter less special. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm Cam McKinney and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes, so please rate, review, and subscribe.